Hello everyone, I am Angel Sanchez. I'm here to present the fifth episode of this first season of Ahorita Podcast. So let's recap a bit for today's story. In the last episode, I had reflected upon my friend's statement about her perception of Mexico during her arrival to the UK. I love my country, but it's very ugly. My reflection wanted to bring up the elephant in the room about determining factors in the life chances of individuals living in either developed or developing countries. For example, we talk about how recent official statistics expose it that Mexico is a pigmentocracy. The results weren't surprising at all for many, and the controversy has opened up new discussions about this long-time forgotten and denied topic. On the other hand, I have pointed out the lacking of willingness to strive towards a society with equal life opportunities in the UK from rich people and politicians. Besides, using the testimony of a British young professional who was discriminated because of her accent, we find out that the perfect meritocracy might be not for everyone in the UK. In this last part, I want to tell you how my friend's words found an echo in recent personal experiences during my return to Mexico after more than five years living abroad. The sound and silence for this episode were recorded whilst a traditional ensemble with brass instruments were playing traditional Mexican music, known as banda, in front of a cathedral in the state of Morelos, Mexico, during Easter of 2017. Days passed by and nothing had really changed, neither in my country nor in the UK. It actually seems that the situation is getting way more complex, if not worse, because of some events happening during the last five years after I have spoken to him. To mention just an example, things like uh, Brexit in the UK, which in my opinion is a consequence of ignorance intolerance and inequality and in Mexico 43 students were disappeared a crime performed by local authorities in complicity with a drug trafficking gang and with potential participation of federal and military authorities my journey back to Mexico began with winter holidays in companion with uh, some foreigner friends at the end of last year, 2016. A couple of friends and myself had organized a road trip along the Riviera Maya in the southeast of Mexico. I was the person in charge for organizing the trip and dealing with local people. We decided to do so because language barrier could be a problem and especially avoid that people could take advantage of them because they are foreigners. For example, I got a couple of good deals for accommodation whilst they were waiting at the car and I was on my own at the counter. Nevertheless, we couldn't avoid to be victims of extortion by local police and a scam in a petrol station. Ugh. Extortion happened twice 
and coincidentally, when my friend was hands on wheel. Jay is a tall guy, very pale skin, ginger is hair, to make things easier. Just imagine a humanized Simba from The Lion King. So, Jay is definitely someone who cannot be missed out within the crowd. The most ridiculous situation happened when one policeman asked Jay to pull over the car because he was driving faster than the allowed limit speed, 40 kilometers per hour, about. The thing is that the policeman claimed to have the skill to measure the speed of a car in movement just by spotting it at the distance. Nice! Yes, Jay was driving above the limit speed, as everyone else, but not faster than 50 kilometers per hour, max. Therefore, Jay wanted to know why we were asked to stop if he wasn't the only one breaking the law. I translated to the police officer, and the police officer immediately answered with a threatening tone of voice that I was being rude to him, and if I wanted to get some help, then I have to be more careful with my words. I wasn't feeling intimidated at all. I know how things work in Mexico. Thus, I leaned back in my seat and slowly took some sips of water while the policeman kept blabbling. I let the policeman a clear sign that I knew what he wanted from us and especially that I wasn't planning to fall in his trap. Therefore, he went just straight to the point, a bribe. What had just happened that day is one of the most embarrassing, humiliating and frustrating moments that I have ever been going through in my whole life. My parents had taken the risk to open a business at one of the areas with higher index of criminality and violence in Mexico City just two months ago. We know the neighborhood pretty well. My parents moved there when I was just two years old. It wasn't a nice neighborhood at the beginning, not just because some gangs were having continuous fights to rule the territory, but as well, essential services like water or public roads were scarce and in precarious conditions. Things were improved quite a lot as the 90s passed by. And hearing about criminal acts, such as homicide cases, as a result of armed robbery was just an isolated case in the area. But things have been drastically changing in the last two years. For example, hearing loud sounds from machine guns from time to time, high hours during night, is not an uncommon thing for people living here. In the first half of this 2017, at least three people have resulted death during a case of armed robbery. One of them, a police officer, who was about to take part of a public rally of Mexico City's mayor. <laughs> the same guy who has frequently claimed that criminality and violence is not an issue in Mexico's capital. The gun shooting happened off the corner where my parents' business is located. 
One day, a random guy popped by my parents' business. Everything was pretty normal. He said hello to me and another employee. The guy ordered some food and out of the blue, demanded to talk with the owner of the business. At that moment, I had a suspicion that something wrong was about to happen. My body began to tremble. I told him that the person he was looking for was not around. He didn't like it that at all, so he became a bit more violent, more temperamental. I asked him the reason why he madly wanted to speak to the owner. He just replied that he wanted money in exchange of providing protection to the business against criminals. This kind of extortion is locally known as rent. I was in total shock. My only reaction was to get speechless for a moment before I handed over the food to this guy and took some money from his hand. The guy left the place as if nothing wrong had happened. My family lives in fear since then, even though it seems that this kind of extortion is not really a serious thing. I mean, talking to people working in other businesses around the area, I have realized that this is about criminals trying to take advantage of people's fear to be involved in a violent crime. Besides, criminals act with total impunity. But this is a topic for another podcast. So, random people is visiting local businesses using the same threatening tactics, aiming to get money or goods for free from you, they are not really part of a more organized extortion scheme. But repeat a lie a thousand times and it becomes a truth. So, is Mexico an ugly place? This is all for today's podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Please keep tuned for the next episode of Ahorita Podcast. Remember to check our blog, Siswomi, leave a comment, like it, and share it with your friends. Bye-bye.